Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Gadget Flow. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today we are talking with Ben Hoy, founder of Lonoware. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. So I'm really excited to talk to you, for one, because obviously you're, you're pretty excited because you just hit the launch button on Kickstarter. So really excited to get your uh, overall you know, initial thoughts and you know, uh, get all those butterflies out of your tummy in terms of the campaign being live. You've already got thousands of dollars coming into the campaign right now. So let's talk about Lonoware and creating this sockless, odor-busting, eco-conscious sneaker. You know, where where did this all start? What was the inspiration to create Lona? Well, I've been in the shoe business for over 10 years now. So um, I've done a lot of shoes. Most of them are really low quality, like with the cheap materials, without any consciousness in mind. So a couple of years ago, I was like, maybe I should start doing something different, something better, you know, something that fits into my profile. So I had this idea of creating um, eco-conscious sneakers, with good quality, good materials, and a mission in mind, which is to um, transform the footwear industry into um, a more sustainable, eco-friendly uh, model. So with 10 years of shoemaking, I guess I just out of my own personal curiosity to kind of go off track, why would a shoe company make shoes with inferior products? Is it just what the consumer demands? They're more or less typically looking for the cheaper shoe option and something that's obviously eco-friendly and potentially better for the world? Yeah, I think that's the problem nowadays, right? People expect everything to be fast, to be cheap. So they get everything from the dollar stores and then it's wear for a week and throw away get a pair. It's just the way it is now. So I think we're all trying to change that habit. So try to create better shoes with a decent price, not overpriced, but you pay for what you get. That's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. So let's talk about kind of the shift then from 10 years of making, let's say, lower quality shoes, like you had mentioned, to making a high quality, eco-friendly shoe. What was the process there like to change the factory or building out different settings or molds or whatever it may be in terms of deciding what features to include in a higher quality shoe? Yeah, totally. Well, the shoemaking process is the same. It's just about finding the right materials, working with better factories with a better management. It also involves a lot of communication back and forth with the factories because they are not used to making shoes that is made out of trees or made out of bamboo. They got to find ways to uh, work things out. So I think that that is the most challenging part of the of the transition, which is to convince and to work with the factories with new materials, new techniques, how do we improve, let's say, 
the breathability of the upper uh, without sacrificing the durability or the functionality of the shoe itself. So that part took a while. That's why it took us like almost three years to come up with this shoe. Incredible. Yeah. So in talking about those challenges, like I'm really interested to hear a lot about the organic materials in the shoe from the algae to, you know, castor beans or, you know, like how do you go about doing that initial research on high quality, eco-friendly products and then being able to turn those into a textile that's blendable, breathable, and, you know, can form and create a high quality performance shoe? Yeah, I think one of the advantage we had was that we, we were in the shoe business already for, for quite some time. So we go to different kind of shows worldwide. We see a lot of new stuff, new materials, new technology. I think it just started off there, getting new contacts, talk to the right people, and then just get everything together and then start working on our own lab, our own factory, our own stitching line, our own flying machines. Yeah, it's a lot of research as well. Uh, try and error, I guess I can put it that way. Certainly. No, I think uh, every entrepreneur can appreciate the trial and errors and the um, failing forward, if you will, in terms of finding new things and making sure that there's a consumer demand for it. Yeah, exactly. So in speaking of, you know, the consumers, you know, with the Kickstarter campaign just launching this morning as we record this and, you know, dozens of backers already in there, thousands of dollars raised. Talk a little bit about why crowdfunding and Kickstarter was the right or, or was the approach that you guys wanted to launch this shoe with? Yeah, so me, myself, I'm a true shoe dog. So I only know how to make shoes. I know how to, I don't know how to promote things. I've never been to retail. So I thought Kickstarter or crowdfunding would be a good way to showcase my product, my idea, my project without going through the whole marketing process. So that's why I went with Kickstarter to try to kick things off. Nice. So with this being your first Kickstarter campaign, talk a little bit about some of the prep work or things that you've learned along the way. Oh, yeah. It's um, it's hard work. <laughs> it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Um, it's not like, oh, you got something, post it online, and there you go. It's, it's not as easy as that. We did a lot of uh, research. We looked at a lot of uh, previous, previous uh, successful projects as well. Just try to get the idea of how it works, how to attract people, how to present your product, how to tell your story. We went through like, I think almost um, 20 different templates for the story, for the campaign page itself. Yeah, looking back at the first couple ones, you were like, well, we're so glad that we didn't, we didn't go on with it. But it's definitely frustrating because um, uh, there's a couple of times that we thought we were ready, but then ends up... You know, we, we start showing to people, get some opinion, and then we just say, oh, I think something's missing. Something could be done better. So we just keep grinding on, keep working on it. At the same time, I have to manage the development itself, right? So Because I'm not only doing doing the marketing for, for Kickstarter, I'm also trying to make the shoe better itself. So I'm sort of like working like left and right, you know, here and there, trying to make the shoe better, and then trying to make the campaign better. Yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, most entrepreneurs are wearing multiple hats, especially when they're going into a launch and also making the product. Uh, something that you'd said just earlier was managing feedback, you know, so you were able to produce shoes and get customer feedback from 
you know, the actual consumer trying them on or giving you some feedback on the product itself. How did you go about managing their feedback and how many different iterations did you make until you said, all right, the shoe is, is ready to go? Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. We, we made, I think we made over a hundred prototypes right now. We're at no, no, like 8.0. So it's an eighth version of it. So what we did is we invited a lot of, uh, the local crowd. We engaged in the yoga society because they love things natural. They like to feel natural and they like to wear nice outfit and comfortable shoes. So I thought that would be a good target to, to hit and to try on the shoes, right? So we actually sent out over a hundred pairs to the yogis out there, test it out, kick it off and, uh, just whatever comments, feedback, we'll take it, bring it back and work on the improvement, just back and forth, back and forth. I think that's how we, we come up with what we have now. Um, yeah, we're, we're still not 100%. I think we will be in a week or so. We are very close to perfecting the shoe itself. Beautiful. Yeah, it looks like you've, uh, you've set an aggressive shipment date of May uh, of this year. Does it look like you'll, you'll still be able to hit that with all the improvements you're still making? For sure. There's no doubt. I think one of the advantages we have is that I've been in the industry for a while. Right. Um, about logistics, you talk about manufacturing, you talk about QC, you're talking about uh, inspections. I think we've got all that covered. So manufacturing won't be a problem at all. So yeah, we're just looking forward to get these shoes into people's feet. Absolutely. As are we. I mean, you've been working with us here at Inventus Partners for a while now. What were some of those considerations when you were choosing an agency to partner with on your launch? Well, Inventus is one of the top partners to pair with when it comes to Kickstarter or, or, or like crowdfunding campaign. We did some research, we talked to other companies, and then we just felt like Evances would be a good fit for our profile in terms of uh, footwear category. Absolutely. Yeah, now the team's been stoked to work with you and obviously super excited on the launch this morning. So Give me an idea of, you know, what's the biggest takeaway that you've learned throughout the whole process of, you know, getting prepared and then finally launching on Kickstarter today? Um, you mean what I would do differently if I do it sure. again? <laughs> yeah, any nuggets of wisdom for our startup listeners and entrepreneurs out there? I think I would have thought about everything, just think twice before I act. That saves a lot of time, headache or money. Just making sure things is right before moving on to actually executing it. I think that's the one thing that I learned to sort of speed things up a little bit. Because I think that's that's also my problem. Because I have to, I have an idea. I need to see the result to see if I like it or not, if it works or not. I think that's sort of like my personal problem that I sort of need to learn from this process so that I can, you know, be more efficient next time. Certainly. I think the uh, the carpenter phrase on that one is measure twice and cut once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, after the uh, the campaign, what, what are you guys going to be doing next? Well, we will be um, launching our, uh, our brand to the public. We're planning to do a zero inventory retail model because I feel like Make, after making like thousands thousands of shoes in the trading business i just feel like there's so much stock there's like there's not enough feed in the world 
to wear all these shoes. So, and there's like different colors, different size. There's always overstock, and I think that's a major problem in、uh, in the waste material or garbage problem or landfill because people just don't need that much. So we want to make things exact, like whatever people want, we make whatever they need with no extra. Beautiful. Well, Ben, this is going to get us into our launch round, where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. Are you good to go? Okay. Let's do this. So, what inspired you to be a, a shoe dog, an entrepreneur? I think it's in my blood. Like shoes is in my blood. It all started with my grandfather. He、uh, he actually started one of the first shoe factories in Hong Kong here. And then I feel like shoe is just is just in me. So I just have to make it. Make it great, make it better, you know, make it work.、Um, I think that's the that's the main inspiration、uh, for me to、um, to try to try to try to do this, to try to grind this out, no matter how hard it is, you know. Nice. So, if you could meet with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Probably Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Absolutely. Great book, by the way, too. Shoe dog.、Yeah. Uh, what would have been your first question for Phil? So, would you like a pair of nonos? <laughs> uh, well, I think what captures me is、um, his passion. Although he didn't come from、um, a shoe manufacturing background, but he was a runner. He was an athlete, and he understands what he what people need in the field. I think that's very important. I think that's something that I can learn from him. I think that's a valuable experience that he had in the in the track and field that sort of、uh, translate into what what he did back in the days to start Nike and to become successful. I think that's what what I would I would ask him like, how do you translate your 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 your, your hobby or your interest into something that is very、um, successful? So Ben, you've got a dozen different color variations on the shoes. Which one's your favorite color? Um, I like ink. I like the all black. I think that would be the go-to for a lot of people as well. Do you think that's going to be the best seller? I think so. <laughs> I believe so. We also have a couple, couple、uh, stretch goals. Some、uh, some neon colors coming out. It's kind of spoilers, but yeah. Stay tuned for that. I love、yeah. I love spoilers on the show. <laughs> All right, last last question, Ben, in the launch round. And I know you're just launching your first campaign. You just hit the button not even an hour ago. But give me your insights in how you feel, or what does the future of crowdfunding look like to you? I think it will be a good platform for、um, for sustainable. Eco-friendly product to showcase、uh, to showcase themselves because I mean everyone is looking into how 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 to make a make a better world, how to better themselves, how to、um, you know just just how to protect our, our our earth right like I think that's that's the trend right now, but a lot of brands you know in in the market they are not really doing as much as they could, so people will be looking into. Places like Kickstarter or crowdfunding for these options. So I think that would be a be a pretty big sector of、uh, of crowdfunding, which is the sustainable and eco friendly products. 
Absolutely. No, I hope they open up a brand new category just for that because exactly. the, world, the world needs it all. Exactly. Beautiful. Well, Ben, this has been great. This is your opportunity to talk to our audience, give them your pitch, tell people what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should check out Lonoware. Awesome. Yeah, so no, no, it's all about quality. It's all about using the right material with the right mindset that we should all try our best, our ability to try to do something better, to try to protect the earth we are living in right now. So I'm doing my part, using my expertise in shoes, try to make something better, try to offer something better for the world. And uh, it's a good-looking shoe. It's sockless. It's sockless because we're using tree fiber, which is breathable and odor-resistant by itself. And we didn't use any glue on the upper to, um, to maximize the tree fiber properties so that it translates to your feet directly. So it's comfortable, it's eco-conscious, and it's cool-looking. So I hope you all support us. Absolutely. Well, audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to the Kickstarter campaign, and everything else we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, the Gadget Flow and Product Hype. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.